Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Get Geek Podcast, where we celebrate geek, nerd, and pop culture. Each week, we deliver the best analysis for fans, by fans, on anything related to movies, TV, video games, comics, anime, and manga. We talk geek. And now, here's the Get Geek Podcast. Hey, 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 y'all. What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Get Geek Podcast. This is Jose. This is Wolfie. AJ. This is Eli. And this is the Watcher, Walt. (laughs) Damn, that was good. That was good. I like that, right? Eli, I love the hesitation that you're starting hint, to build hint. into your character, like that that you, that thing you do on CrossGen where you act like you don't remember your name before you announce your name. You're like bringing that to get geek. So yes, that's like that. <laughs> I think um, AJ, you should just do your your sound checks for your intro, and like we should just start making those public because those are pretty funny. But yes, that would be kind of funny. Yes, I At think some that point we have to do a. Uh, uh, a, a a blooper reel of all the soundtracks. <laughs> yes. I mean, CrossGen, y'all generally yes. tend to. They're start... not ready. <laughs> or CrossGen, y'all generally tend Fans, to start you're with, not the, ready. with the with the oh yes. sound checks, yes. right? So that's like your guys' little yes, we do. bit we of personality. Um, but you know, we got a great episode but for y'all today. You're not ready. Nah, they're not. They're not ready for those sound checks that we jump on every morning with the ridiculousness before we get started. But let's kind of let's get started because we got a, a great episode today. Yes. The normal disclaimers, we record remotely. That's all I'm going to say about it. Y'all know this. Y'all know what the what the pros and cons are of that. Um, the best way to support your favorite podcast crew, the Get Geek Podcast, is to like, rate, share, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms on Apple Podcasts. Send us a review. That's a great way to support your favorite podcast crew. And on all of our social media platforms, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, like, comment, and share our social media posts and let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about. We're always open to feedback. So slide into them DMs as always and let us know what you think of the show and what you want to hear in the future. And Walt, I know that you have a couple of things that you'd like to say, sir. Would you mind uh, jumping in? Yes, sir. Sure. Um, as as all of you guys know, Get Geek is all about the fans. And so today I wanted to give a special shout out to Raul from the Apple Store over at the Queen Center Mall here in New York. Um, new subscriber to the podcast. Welcome. Uh, we went over there on Wednesday because my mother-in-law's phone was acting up. And because, of course, I was wearing this shirt. Darth Maul. And I... Darth Maul, um, Raul, being the geek that he is, Darth instantly Maul. we got into a conversation about Star Wars and um, Clone Wars in particular. Yes. And so, um, uh, like I said, it made a awesome genius bar appointment even better when you can speak geek to somebody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we had a really good conversation about Star Wars. And like I said, Raul, I would like to welcome you to the Get Geek community. Um, and again, a mall fan, Wolfie. It's always <laughs> cool. It's always cool when people can pick out people cosplaying in the streets. You know, you're wearing like a mall top, and then you're providing the bottom half since he doesn't have any legs. <laughs> it's cool. This is like uh, this is this is this is like before. This is pre episode one mall, right? You know, this is supposed to be a positive announcement. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, thank you, Raul. Raul, welcome. Yes, thank you for your thank fandom you and, and welcome to Get Geek and for geeking out um, about Darth Maul. Wa- oh, hey, hey, hey! What is this? What is this? Hold on. I'm usually I good. At least I have one guy on my sure. side. That's a good one. That's a good wow. one. That's a good one. Okay. That's a good one. All right, I'll stop. Betrayed by betrayed by blood here. <laughs> by your own family. You were supposed wow. to be my brother. <laughs> <laughs> there yes. you go. All right. Um, uh, the ahead. other thing I wanted to announce is we wanted to announce the formation of the Talents 55 Studio Network. Um, yes. And so we have, we have three podcasts that are under this network, and you can go find us 
either at our Instagram page at Talons Fifty Five Studios, Talons with a or Z, or you can go to Talons with a yep, Z, Talons with a Z, or you can head over to the Talons Fifty Five Studios website, which is www.talons55studios.captivate.fm. And from there, you can kind of pick and choose what podcast you want to hear. Of course, you've got the this awesome Get Geek podcast. Mm-hmm. But we also have two other podcasts under the banner, if you're not aware. We have the CrossGen podcast, which is hosted by myself and my two kids. And we have the Positively Cynical podcast, which is hosted by Jose. And you have um, my, my co-host. Live, my co-host, Question. Co-host. Question. He, he has a real name. That's what is that, that's the name he chose. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. positively cynical is more of, of an opinion type podcast. Yeah. I would I would say, yes, you know, it deals with political and news topic themes and stuff like that. Cross Gen is just a a mash of just everything. I mean, we <laughs> hit we hit anything pop culture. We hit conspiracy anything. theories. We hit mobile games, particularly Dragon Ball Legends and. <laughs> Uh, don't no, 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 no more Dragon Ball Legends. That's just a that podcast for y'all to argue too. about Dragon Ball Legends. That's not about nothing. Dragon it's Ball happening. Legends is dead. So, so Crushdown <laughs> is just a whatever, whatever we we have on our minds. It just comes out on the stream of consciousness. So, <laughs> so again, I invite all of you guys to check out the website and the Instagram page. Um, we'll have some more exciting news coming through. And on that note, I think we should get started, guys. I agree. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I what so. if we got started, you so. guys? What if we did that? What if, oh. we, got there, if we got started? <laughs> oh. Let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> All right. Let me ask you guys a question. Who here? Everyone here has uh, seen What If? Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. What if so. we didn't? I don't know. No, we have. <laughs> we what have. if I didn't? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Probably. What if you didn't? Exactly. Yeah, what, if, what if I didn't? What if you not seen? Seriously? You haven't seen like any I of it? said, it would be kind of it's it's gonna be a fun podcast. Oh no, no I haven't actually. I haven't had any time to watch any of it. But I've been reading, I've been reading and keeping up. One of the things that I've done that I absolutely hate doing is spoiling myself, but I didn't mm-hmm. really have a choice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. here. So I am up on what if game, but uh I didn't actually see any of the episodes. Oh wow, man. Um so this is a this is a good opportunity to ask questions then. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I think that I'm going to provide the perspective of the listener and the viewer that hasn't seen What If, and they might want to be listening to this podcast to to see if to see if What If it's worth watching. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is uh, like a question and so, answer so, session, kind of. <laughs> sort of. So so sort I mean, of. like, why don't we why, why don't we get started? I, I kind of want to get like first opinions on not the episodes, but mm-hmm. like the the show the as a whole so far right mm-hmm. like what do you guys think so far is it is it giving you hmm, is it giving you loki vibes or is it giving you um bad batch vibes Ooh. Hmm, that's interesting um let, as let, far let, as let, like excitement level engagement and all that if you don't mind let me get started because i, yeah. I do want to do add on top of that what not only we think but what the the general consensus of what if is right now, because if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, uh, season one of what if has garnered a 93% approval rating over at Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Now Rotten Tomatoes again is, is a little bit weird in how they rate these things because they deal only in positive and negatives. I Mm. usually like to go see, uh, check out Metacritic because that's more of a weighted average over there. They have it as 69%. So, um, that's what the general public thinks. I think, me personally, that what if um, at this point is definitely a worth watch, but I would have to say that one of the episodes stands out much better than the other. And um, there hasn't been a consistency yet with the episodes that I would like to see. And I'm kind of... I'm I'm kind of used to seeing with Marvel Studios. Um, one episode was, like I said, really really great. One episode was good. One episode was kind of, eh. uh, you know, mm. I, I could. So I you could so kinda... you mean consistency in 
in uh, the quality of the episode, not necessarily the story. I I would say both. I would say both because That'd be one interesting of, because it's like uh, it doesn't seem like this is the kind of thing that would be a consistent episodic show, right? Though. And maybe maybe that's why I'm I'm kind of in that opinion here because, like I said, there was one episode that I found stellar, um, and and there are maybe there are emotional obvious reasons to that. Um, and there was I think one. I know what episode you're talking about. Yeah, and just on on that note, um, it is important to note that it is Sunday, August 29th that we're recording this episode. Yesterday was the one year anniversary of Chadwick Boseman's passing, mm-hmm. so um, I just wanted to put that out there. But like I said, I, I'm 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 still all in with what if. I just I think maybe it's still trying to find its footing. In my, in my opinion. In my opinion. Okay. Okay. Boys? Well. Well. <laughs> ah, oh, my boy. thoughts. Okay. Okay. My thoughts oh, on what if is. Corny. No, no, no. It's not corny. Shed a it's call. just. See, like you said, it's really not that consistent. Check, it's. Check. Yeah. It's 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 good at some points, but then at some points it's just like it falls off um, for me, and mm-hmm. I really don't like that because, as you said, I'm I'm really not that used to it. So, yeah. Does it fall off for you because, again, like it, it like the story doesn't necessarily make sense, or does it fall some, off just because like like, it's, like narratively it's it's a little bit disconnected. Like, no, it's not that, but it's mainly because, well, while it is narrative, narratively uh, disconnected, it just feels like some episodes were really good, and then some episodes were just bland. And mm. I think you know what I'm talking about, Walt. Yep. But, yeah, I guess we're basically... going to have to get into that because, you know, yeah. so, so far, two out of five, well, the, the Melger household <laughs> seems to, so far, uh, concur. Aunt a- AJ? The Milgar boys. What if I was just waiting for Ultron? <laughs> is he supposed to? Oh, that's yeah, right. He is a, a huge, huge Ultron fan, folks. So, just so you know, he is okay. No, but seriously, um, uh, it's been okay so far. Um, the first one, while good, kind of landed weird yeah. for me, like. They, they, they kind of went this, uh, let's go the Cthulhu route at the end. And I was oh, like, mm-hmm. sure, <laughs> right. <laughs> this, that was absolutely necessary. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's possibly a villain the second one... from Marvel named Shumagorath. But that's a whole, another discussion we can have in a little bit. Go ahead. It's a Doctor Strange villain. Yeah. Also. Um, the second one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, the second one, uh, that one was considerably better. If that's the one I'm thinking of, with uh, Star Lord, yes, yeah, it was considerably better and funnier. The Star Lord. The third one, I'm gonna say it had a kind of interesting twist. Is what I'll say about that. Otherwise, overall, I, I'm. I really am just waiting for one character in particular. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll jump in with my opinions right. of the show as well to to specifically answer in terms of please, enthusiasm please. between Bad Batch and Loki. I have okay. almost no enthusiasm okay. for Bad Batch. I'm not sure if that's been that, if that's come across on any previous episodes. I'm really <laughs> slogging through it. And I know that I've heard that. It ends on a more solid note. Again, that's kind of reading into reviews and getting other people's opinions, which I'm not trying to do too much here. Um, Loki, I mean, I was watching that as soon as I could, like in the morning on Wednesday before work, I would watch episodes of Loki. I was super into Loki. Um, This is somewhere in the middle, Um, probably closer to Loki than Bad Batch. So if you wanted to talk about enthusiasm, let's say Bad Batch okay. is a zero. It's not exactly a zero. That's not true because I'm still oh interested. But let's wow. say that that's a zero and Loki is a 10. I would say what if is like in between like a six or a seven, right? And again, that does that's okay. not zero in this case is not like I don't want to watch this at all. It's like I'm watching it, but I'm not super enthusiastic about it. Um, and yeah, it's true. I That, like, that kind of goes in line with the Metacritic rating. 
Is that what the Metacritic rating was okay. was kind of? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. it's sixty nine percent. Exactly. You are you are right there. So you're kind of exactly what everybody's feeling right and that's not even necessarily my my numerical review for the episodes but that might be kind of close um in the sense that okay i kind of feel the Mm -hmm. same way that that most of the crew does the first episode was fun the second episode was more fun for emotional reasons and i think because of the fact that it really took the what if concept and like went crazy with it like they changed a lot of stuff and a lot of characters <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. right and the third episode changed almost nothing really because they just redid some of the intros for these characters but instead really? we know what happened right and then the end of the third episode i thought was entertaining interesting. and interesting the conflict and the misdirect but then it it kind of ended on a cliffhanger that i semi expected and semi liked but since I don't know, it's there's supposed to be a narrative thread through these shows. Uh, this has been stated by the creators of the shows. Supposedly. It is canon. Well, everything is supposed to be canon. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So there's something that's going to connect. This is kind of like I was talking to a friend of mine. It's like I've watched, I haven't watched all the seasons, but like AJ could probably relate to this. It's a little bit like American Horror Story, where the first few seasons, you don't see how they're going to connect. But then supposedly by the end of What If, we're going to see that connection. Apparently, um, Captain Carter is going to be a big through line through the entire show. But like, yeah, in terms of first impressions, there's some enthusiasm for it, but it's like kind of like, oh, this is a fun little show. It's not like, oh, man, I can't wait until next week's episode. So that's kind of like yeah. where I'm at with it right now. Right. So so why don't we go right into the episodes then? Um, so far, we got three episodes as we've been pretty much uh, discussing. And, and the very first episode is the you know, what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this, uh, and, and before we get into it, it's kind of funny hearing, like, from your perspectives, the, you know, one was good, one was great because of emotional reasons, and the other one was meh. Um, and also the point that uh, I think Walt was making where it felt like one was, like, really, like, diving into what if and the other ones especially the third one wasn't Mm -hmm. too too much into it's interesting because when i read everything just reading what's going on in the episodes it does seem from without watching it just reading the synopsis of everything it does seem like like each episode is very much what if from my perspective um but anyway let's go into that, that that first episode of what if captain carter were the first avengers first avenger and I think what's interesting about this one is is a couple things happen in the episode from what I see, but I want to get into that after you guys kind of discuss the episode itself. Okay, now, I don't necessarily want to give, like, a full recap of each episode, right? Because, you know, we, what if we have listeners that haven't seen it? <laughs> um, uh, but just kind of a general thought on, on, on the things that have happened in this first episode, where instead of Steve Rogers, uh, Peggy Carter gets the serum, the super soldier serum, and she becomes the uh, holder of the shield. So, guys? So, my my favorite change, I enjoyed Captain Carter. I'm actually excited at the possibility that we might see her in live action because there's a lot of talk that, that Captain Carter will come to live action after What If has concluded. So I'm excited about that. I actually enjoyed... Peggy Carter in the films that she was in. I haven't seen Agent Carter, to be frank, but I heard it's a great show. And it was one of the shows that was kind of underrated among the Marvel is, TV yeah. shows, right? Um, Haley Atwell is a great actor. Yep. I enjoy her a great a great deal. But the part of the episode that I enjoyed the most was when they turned Steve Rogers into the original Iron Man. I thought that was really, really fun. The way that they kind of like misdirect, because at the beginning of the episode... You know, when they change, they make that decision. The the decision that Peggy makes, apparently, that changes everything. She decides to stay in the room when they're doing the super soldier procedure to turn Steve Rogers into Captain America. And so she ends up being directly involved in, like, the terrorist attempt to, like, try to stop the project. And then Steve gets shot. So you're like, oh, in that moment, you're like, oh, man, is Steve Rogers going to die? Which he doesn't. And then... For me, at that moment, it was kind of like, oh, well, that's kind of stupid. They can't kill Steve Rogers on this show. That's silly. But then them changing it up and turning him into an Iron Man, 
I thought was a really, really fun detail. Him having the original Iron Man suit that like Tony Stark built in a freaking cave in the first Iron Man movie. So that was a fun like what if change detail. Um, yeah, the the I mean, overall, it was entertaining. The action was fun. The characters recapping their roles in most cases, um, except for Sebastian Stan, <laughs> him him doing Bucky in this episode, you could tell he didn't want to be there. His voice acting was terrible. I have to comment on it because he's just like, I don't even want to like yeah, mention some it, of the lines. He's just was. basically like he's phoning it in. And in comparison, well, I mean, not Sebastian to jump. Sebastian Stan kind of plays Bucky like that. Yeah. Well, he plays it a little bit better in the films, I think, like because Sebastian Stan's a good actor. He's been in other stuff like that. Um, that movie where he was with Margot Robbie. It's about Nancy Kerrigan and um and that whole thing. Sure. Um, but I think like it, like if, if I think back about like like uh the Falcon and well Captain America and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. um most of those episodes he was really just like kind of droll and like you know kind of like <laughs> yes. i don't want to do this crap but remember you know? this is so. this is before he becomes the winter soldier this is captain america the first avenger bucky where he's a smart ass he's, he's just bucky in this like you know what it is too like so i'll give you this much sebastian stan very much is an actor that does a lot with his face so him being animated mm-hmm. definitely takes away from it but like and and i'll let somebody else jump in but if you compare it to like for me episode two and Dijaman hansu playing that ravager again that dude is having a blast doing the voice acting in this one when he's when he like greets star lord at the beginning he's like the amazing star lord like he's so excited you can tell that jaman hansu is having fun so like for me that's kind of i wonder if if sebastian yeah go ahead i wonder if sebastian stan has has uh has some difficulty being in a studio on voice recording maybe that has something to do with it because listen voice recording is not an easy thing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's because a whole different skill set. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if maybe that has, and I'm not saying that's what it is, but I'm just speculating because we do know Sebastian Stan as being a really, really good actor. You know that mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that. You know, and he's played Bucky and the Winter Soldier extremely well. You know, during the the whole MCU and stuff like that. So I wonder if maybe there was some difficulty in getting that performance out of him in the voice studio as opposed to like you said he's more of a visual actor he plays on a lot of facial cues to, mm-hmm. to kind of bring that up and again voice acting is a totally different beast you have to kind of put everything together in your voice because the real actor is the animation right that's where you're going to see those visual cues those you know those moments that actors really live for right it's all in the eyes, right? And, you know, and that's what they say. In comparison to Falcon so and the Winter could Soldier, be, it could be that Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I thought he did great. You know, there was a there was a difference, though. I I do agree with that. There was a difference. What else did you? Have? I have, um, I have, I'm, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I I I have a question that's uh kind of, and and I hate to use this term, but it it, it can be a little politically charged, especially in this day and age. Uh, okay. How do you guys feel about like? Uh, Peggy Carter as Captain America. Uh, I don't have an issue with that. I really don't. She's I not mean, technically you know, there, Captain America. Is... She's more like Captain Britain, if anything. But yeah, I see I what guess, you're saying. But yeah, she's you know, the but, original but yeah, super but soldier. But you know, you know the internet trolls. You know exactly. the internet That's trolls the out there are going to be screaming. Oh, you know well, you're, they have you're, been. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. You're 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 recasting. You're appropriating all this other stuff. I really don't have a problem with it. I mean, you know if. My thing is, if it fits narratively within the story, who cares? These are these are fictional characters, right? These are characters mm-hmm. that are meant to ch- be changed all over again. And exactly, it's a what if. Yeah. I mean, seriously, guys, come on, give me a break. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a silly complaint when you see what they do with other uh, so, characters on there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just going to say this. Um, in terms of this being the opening episode of What If?, I wish they had probably, and I guess this is where maybe you and I might disagree, Jose, because I thought this one is the weaker of the three so far. Um, just, just in my opinion, because you know what, it, it felt, it, and maybe it has to do with the fact that it came first, and you had all that anticipation for what if, 
and they gave us this episode and seeing how the second episode was much much stronger you know i think that's where my you know maybe my bias toward this first episode lies um boys what do you guys think yeah um i don't think it was the weaker out of the three but um for me i felt that the first one had a lot of problems mainly with it Obviously, considering it's such a short episode, it it felt very rushed for this episode, uh, in spe- specifically, mm-hmm. um, because mainly they had to go through this whole entire story, which they didn't really have to do with with Star Lord, as they basically sort of sort of fast forward um through time with him being a kid, and then mm-hmm. yeah, obviously him being Star Lord. Mm-hmm. So this one for me. It felt like they were pushing everything too much. It would have been better if it was two episodes, but obviously we're talking about what if here, so it wouldn't technically make sense. But otherwise, it was it, for me. It was still the best episode out of the three, at least in my this opinion. This first one, mainly because I like. Oh, okay. what was what was your? Yeah. That's interesting. What was the thing that you really enjoyed about it, Eli? I'm curious to see why it was your favorite episode. Like, what's your favorite part of this episode or your favorite character, your favorite scene? What really stood out to you? Well, mainly because, obviously, you had the Steve Rogers as the original Iron Man yeah. and mm-hmm. Peggy Carter as uh, Captain America. But it was it was fun, and it was me, because I don't really remember the original Captain America, if I'm being honest. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's sort of, it felt like it was refreshed for me, at least, because I don't really okay. have anything to compare it to since I don't remember it. So it, it felt new. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I definitely that's, enjoyed Ross Marquand, Mar- Marquand reprising his role as the Red Skull. I like that guy and his impressions. He's always so yes. good. From The Walking Dead and all of that. Yes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. AJ, you have any quick thoughts? I, I have one thing that I do want to bring up. Um regarding the episode itself but it, it, aj you got you got any any thoughts on it uh not really you guys really hit on everything that i had in mind so the one thing on. that i wanted to bring up the one thing that i wanted to bring up is that in the uh, episode itself you know going back to the whole peggy carter thing peggy carter was reluctantly given the title of captain carter yes you know yeah I don't know that, like, if I remember correctly, there was no reluctance in giving uh, Steve Rogers the captain of the title of Captain Captain America. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about after the serum, not before the serum. Yeah. So there was kind of some inherent, um, I guess, uh, misogyny in the episode. Like, they were kind of like maybe representing the fact that that actually does exist mm-hmm. in the episode well, I, and then you see I, it on the internet as well it's, it's almost like i also think it's Falcon representative the of the time the time right frame, the right. time frame yes the time that's period. true mm-hmm. i i think that's more the the reason why they included it because you gotta you gotta look at it this way in the 40s you know women don't have didn't have For the sure. same type of rights that they do now you know and there's that's still a work in progress yep you know mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it was definitely that hesitancy with the Bradley Whitford character to allow it. Like the guy who was like the military person, whoever he was, he wouldn't, he didn't want to allow her to become Captain Carter, and he kept reiterating like women weren't supposed to fight and all this other stuff. But yeah, right. it's, it gave me Captain and, America, or excuse me, Falcon and the Winter Soldier vibes, as in you're not allowed to be Captain America because of whatever race, sex, whatever it is. So it had that similar vibe. And and just just to um, add on to that, you know, as being probably one of the only guys that did watch the Agent Carter um, series, that was a big theme in that series. Also, the fact that she was a woman and she was kind of the founder of Shield, um, that played a lot into those episodes as well, where she was always constantly trying to prove herself to her male superiors yeah. and stuff like that. So it, it kind of went works well with the what if episode because it, it falls into that same theme oh it's just it's it's, it's interesting that uh you know we have like that whole like oh we're representing the times and yet it's very clear that 
times haven't changed that much. Nope. Uh, at least yeah. from the social media perspective. Yeah. I mean, the fact um, that this is even in the episode but, is telling that this is a con the conflict in this episode yeah. to this day that right. they keep it in there. Right. You know? Cool. Can I say just one super super so quick thing? On, yeah. That's funny. Oh. I thought it was hilarious how cool, much Agent Carter. The next episode. Yeah, I just I just thought it was hilarious how Agent Carter, like, absolutely enjoyed murdering the crap out of Nazis in this episode because she killed every one of them. I don't I don't care what you think. If you're like flinging your shield and in some guy's face yes. or knocking him through a car or like kicking a motorcycle into a freaking tower where guys are shooting at you, those guys are dead. She was having way too much fun killing people in this episode. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, she was having AJ levels of Grand Theft Auto. They didn't make any. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think they uh, were horror. mask anything by giving uh, Rogers the Hydra stomper suit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, but anyway, this, the second episode, second episode, what if T'Challa became Star-Lord? Now, this is interesting, right? Because this came out um, the the 25th. It became it was the second episode. Um, I, I, I wonder why it wasn't, you know, the most recent episode, considering yeah. the anniversary of, of Bozeman. I think that it would have been a heck of a way to honor him. Not just that, not that they didn't honor him with the episode, but if they were going to release it, why not release it, you know, on the weekend of of the anniversary of his, his passing? So um, he is yeah, supposed anyway, to please, be in another episode. Discuss. Just uh, just as a something to mention. He he did reprise that role again, or at least the, the T'Challa right, role. Right. In another this is the first time episode. that we're hearing him again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I do kind of agree with right. you. That would have been this is the first time that we're hearing him after. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Would have been a nice homage. Yeah. Um. So, I, I was surprised actually a little bit. I wanna I wanna hear your thoughts, Walt. Just, but I, I I'm a little bit surprised because from the intro first thoughts, I assumed that everyone in your house was like, "All right, this is the best episode." Then the episode three was the second best, and episode or episode one was the second best, and so on and so forth. So the fact that this wasn't the unanimous favorite episode in the household. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts mm -hmm. on this first. Am well, I wrong? Me, is it, is me, this your favorite no, this, episode? This is my favorite episode. Okay. Okay. This, this for me, this was this was clearly the far superior of the three so far that we've seen. In your um, opinion, in my opinion, of course. Um, it, and I guess I, I wonder if some of that is tinged with the emotional knowledge of knowing that you know. This was Chadwick Boseman that was reprising the role, and you know mm -hmm. we haven't heard from him since since his passing. But if I try and put that aside, I mean this was the more the most what if out of all the what if episodes, and the way that they treated it was was very 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 well done. I mean, you had you had the change of obviously T'Challa becoming Star Lord, and instead of um, Oh, what's his name? Um, whistle guy. God, uh, Yandu. 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 Forgive me. Yeah. Instead of Yandu picking up Peter Quill, it's him picking up uh, T'Challa, you know, and and kind of stealing him away from Earth and and raising him as his own, which had very very profound changes, not only to the Ravagers but to the entire universe, almost, you know. It, it's literally the butterfly effect, right? Where instead of it being Peter Quill, it's T'Challa, and the changes are profound. You know, I mean, for God's sakes, Thanos! Thanos is a revelation in this episode. He's a freak. Thanos is incredibly awesome. In, yes, in this episode. he's a ravager. So it's crazy, um, dude. I mean, and and a good ravager, but a, a ravager that's fighting his inner nature to destroy the entire universe, which yes. which is a, a kind of like a a through line throughout the entire episode, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a good idea. Yeah, it, it, I I love the interplay between the characters. Um, like you said, you know, Jaman Hansu's character was was almost. Um, looking, revering Star Lord <laughs> as a god himself for the entire yeah, episode. Funny, I man. mean, there was so many things here that went perfectly right, and that's why I say 
this for me was clearly, clearly, hands hands down, the best episode that we've seen of What If so far. There, there's so, no I, question so I, in my I, mind. I do want to hear. I do want to hear from AJ and Eli. Uh, I'm very interested in 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 Eli's. Yeah, I agree. Uh, perspective, uh, because this is very very. This, this feels like I, again. I'm in a little bit shocked that you're not that this isn't your favorite episode. Yep. 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 So why? Oh wait, I go. Okay. okay. Yes. I go. I go. I go. <laughs> yes, that was your cue. Okay, that is okay. my answer. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. It sucks. Um. Okay. No, it was. It was okay. Okay. It was awesome, especially Thanos. Thanos was honestly uh, one of the very few highlights. I of did the show. one of the very of few the, highlights yeah, of this episode. Yeah. No, no, okay, okay, no, not very few. Not <laughs> he's one of the highlights of the of this episode, especially obviously Chadwick uh, Boseman reprising. Well, not he's he's coming back to the thing. What didn't with you, his role of what Star Lord? What didn't you like about it? I guess but is the is the question. I, it's not what I didn't like. It's what I liked more about. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. Captain Britain, Captain America episode thing. Mm-hmm. That's because look, um, this episode had a lot of had a lot of good things about mm-hmm. it. Um, I mean, obviously, it had the better story. It wasn't as rushed. You had awesome characters such as Thanos. Mm-hmm. I have to bring it up again. Um, Gamora with a wig. Gamora with the what the oh yeah that's no, not no no, no Nebula, Nebula Nebula I'm sorry Gamora, Nebula, Nebula with the wig Gamora wasn't in it so I wonder where she is also but yeah 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 mm-hmm. that looked cursed but um weird. yeah it really did but um for the most part it was a really good episode there's not much for me to say about it because honestly it was really good and I I absolutely enjoyed it um but for the Captain Carter thing, I just felt that even though it had a lot of problems, it felt like I enjoyed it a little bit more, mainly because I don't know. Go with your I heart. just like how it played out. Go with your heart. Yeah, sometimes. I, I, re- mm-hmm. I really, I really don't know what I enjoyed so much more. It's just that I enjoyed it so much more. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. Whatever. Can... I was like, you have uh, a thought? Yeah, let me kind of jump in here, I guess, and say, I think and for throw me, it back to AJ, please. What I what I really really enjoyed about it was the aspect of like like what if comics? The fun of it for me personally, and it's different for everybody, but the fun of it for me is like how crazy they go with it, how much they change, and so the fact that they changed T'Challa, the fact that they changed actual Star Lord, the fact that they changed where Ego shows up. You know, Thanos is there. The Ravagers are good guys. Yondu has a better dental plan, apparently, because T'Challa shows up. Uh, like these little details, these little things that they change, the little in jokes, like the the fact that they tell they convince us that T'Challa debated Thanos into not snapping half the universe out of existence was yes. hilarious. Yes. I thought it was fun and funny. I thought, um, and I thought that like. Benicio Del Toro reprising his role as the collector was fun. And even like having Howard the Duck in the episode for like two minutes. Seth Green yes. being a, a goof for like a couple of minutes. All those little fun things that they threw in that they almost threw in as much craziness in the Captain Carter episode. But for me, what if is about just throw in more crazy, throw in more crazy. Give me more alternate universe characters. Like that's what I really, really enjoy about it. So that's why I love this episode a little bit more than the first one and a lot more than the third one, which we'll get to. Yeah. What's up, AJ? How about you, sir? Well, I was just about to say that. I thought the collector was oddly good. I didn't yeah. expect him to be that uh <laughs> to be that in well, none, well, yeah, be that intriguing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was also kind of surprising to see that <laughs> Hella didn't have her helmet. That was cool. So that it assumes she's dead. I love that. He's like, this I'm woman had weird, taste. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was a cool moment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, what was I going to say? It's my favorite episode so far. Um, okay. So we got two out of the three. Oh, just to get okay. on AJ's point about the collector, too. I really liked how they they justified how he became almost a Thanos level threat because he just had all these crazy artifacts and weapons like Hela's helmet 
that allowed him to generate like the you know the freaking swords that hella could generate like that was cool he was like let me pull out a cool new weapon to kick your butt that was a cool way to make him like a thanos level villain which thanos even mentioned that's when thanos vacated that that position the collector stepped in so i thought that was cool too aj i agree with that 100 percent. you know yeah, it also kind of gave me an Ultron vibe, too, because the imp- I got implications that he also went to Earth in place of Thanos, because not only was Hela's helmet over there, you saw Cap's shield, you saw Mjolnir, you saw a bunch of other Avengers stuff there, too. So it's kind of implied he took out the Avengers. Ooh, yeah. wait a minute, AJ. So that's... Maybe he didn't. Maybe you just found the connection between episodes. Mjolnir died, right? Captain America wasn't even back yet in the third episode. They found his shield. Maybe this is where the multiverse kind of connects. Maybe that is the same universe. I don't know, but this like, is the Indiana, this is the oh. Indiana Jones and AJ coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always i I know because uh, Walt said that uh, they weren't connected, but. I, I, I kind of disagree. I think they really are all in the same place. The only thing that's a little off is that in the third episode, you see that, um, what's it? Uh, Captain America's shield is on ice. Yeah, still. But if this were connected to the first episode, it wouldn't even be there because Peggy went into the weird Tesseract dimension with her shield. Mm-hmm. So Did she have the same shield as Captain America though? Well, didn't she have a Captain yeah. Britain shield? Like a different one? I, I don't remember that detail. So no, no, she was she's... just called because she was called Captain Carter. Yeah, she's she has yeah. no allegiance to Britain in this in that episode. She was basically a step in for Captain America. Why did they call her Captain Britain? No, they didn't. She did. They didn't call her Captain. No, she, they didn't. They called her Captain, called Carter. Captain Carter. It was a joke Steve made in jest, but oh, they called yeah, her Captain Carter. Okay, so then Captain Carter. Captain mm-hmm. Carter. But no, she, no, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it again. So her shield on the sh- episode had the British flag on it. It was not a Captain America shield. Yeah, I'm really? Sure. Yeah, it's not. She, yeah, she, sure she had a Captain British Britain. flag on her outfit and a British flag on her shield. So by for all intents and purposes, she's like not so Captain Britain. So then, who British, the heck was in That's that's why it could still be connected. Right? Maybe that's Isaiah Bradley. Right? Well, they never showed okay. Steve Rogers. So maybe, yeah. They never yeah, showed Steve I Rogers. Know. You know, and if, like I said, look up the photos. She's got a British flag on all of her what stuff. If, what so if that was not her on ice. Like and we don't know where she is in these futures. No. It's a little. It has to I don't know. Be it's it's, it's kind of out there how we could get no, this to no, work. No. Yeah. Well, and that's interesting. But then that means also that. T'Challa is in the future as opposed to the next episode, which is technically the past. If that's the case, that would we also might be mean reaching, that... though, a little bit. We might be reaching. Yeah. Well, I and was I also I, I, I always understood it as yeah. this definitely being multiversal, you know, that. Um... Right. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. I think that we're yeah. reaching. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I, I do wanna I do wanna say that one of one of the one of the funnier things um was the ineptitude showed by the Ravagers when they were supposed to retrieve Peter Quill and mistakenly took T'Challa. Um yes. it, it gave me that whole nightmare before Christmas type of thing <laughs> where they were supposed to kidnap Santa, um, Claus. Santa Claus and they ended up taking the Easter bunny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, yeah. I, I thought that was interesting. All right, so episode three, the episode that I thought would have been the most what if one, uh, just from reading the stuff that I've read, I didn't read a lot. Just keep, you know, to just kind of let you guys know, it's not like I've read the entire, you know, everything that happened. I just read mostly the synopsis, so I don't know exactly what happened, um, but I do know that uh, in the episode, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? The Avengers all die. Pretty much, and so that to me was like a yeah. very stark, you know, stark no intended actually. <laughs> since he, since he, since he, he dies, the first in one. He's the first. He's the first one, to, the go, first yeah. one to go. Also, um, I thought that like that one, this one had like the most what if, just because of everything that happens in there. The Avengers dying, Loki coming to like the rescue. Uh, Loki, I guess, 
becoming what he was aiming to become the entire time, the mm-hmm. ruler of Earth. Um, and then Hank Pym being the uh, the antagonist. Um, reading this, I was like, whoa, I need to see this episode for sure. Hank Pym um, as the antagonist was fun, I think. That that was my favorite, right? Because Hank, he like like he he kind of is a little like always on the edge of like ready to like yeah. just punch someone in the face. He's a jerk. He's in had the some very cringe. <laughs> yeah, he's had some very cringeworthy storylines in the comics, to be honest. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of the reason why they went Scott Lang instead of Hank Pym mm-hmm. for the for the Ant Man um, movies because man, you know. Hank Pym is is really tough, especially if you're talking about Disney. That's that's kind of doing this. It's tough to bring him in and kind of honor his storylines because some of those storylines are bad. Especially as a total yeah. hero, because yeah. he's been that's all a, I could say. he's been a villain. You know? He like like beat up his wife. Like it's like yo, how do we bring this to screen? Yeah, he's killed I mean, people. I, you know, yeah. I I think I think that Ant Man was always one of those comics that like. You know, before there was a cohesive Marvel universe, there were just a bunch of comics that kind of like were meant to, you know, sell, you know, just get rid of them, put, you know, print whatever we can print and and that's it. You know, Uh, um, that's why we have so many crazy superheroes and so on and so forth. You know, Um, very rarely at that time did we get a Spider-Man where even Spider-Man didn't he wasn't even meant to be a superhero they were literally like uh no this this story is too dumb you know we're gonna let it die in this amazing fantasy you know show and all uh episode uh, this amazing fantasy uh <laughs> series that nobody cares about and it's also gonna be the last book in its series uh that they were killing off anyway but um but aj haven't heard enough from you and then this this episode reeks AJ all over it. So. <laughs> yeah, I was I was really surprised when they killed off the Hulk. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> oh my god! Also, kind of like the detail where he's not Ant Man either. He's actually Yellow Jacket. <laughs> that is true. So, and, oh, I, and I like okay. how they kind of fuse those two suits also because they're the. They have the the like the helmet design of Ant Man, but the rest of it was just yellow jacket, especially with those printer type things coming out that shoot the little lasers. Pew pew. Um <laughs> The yellow jacket costume is actually a really cool looking design yeah. as well, yeah. also, right? Um Yeah, it was it was kinda sad also because it was like they they said it in the episode. Yeah, these are the Avengers who didn't even get to avenge. <laughs> I had the an idea that that Nick Fury line. Non-vengers. He was like, yes, yes. <laughs> that was yeah. And literally, the only hope this universe has is possibly a Steve Rogers and Ice and Captain Marvel. And technically, uh-huh. you'd be good with Captain Marvel alone. I think Captain Carter <laughs> but, is in this um, universe. There's no reason it'd she still couldn't be, be. If you think about I, it. I don't know, though. Kind of. Well, what would exclude her from being in this I'm universe? I'm kind of leaning away from that Cause, now. Because she could be. Because she could have showed up just like, before, no? Just before the Avengers got killed. It's possible. Yeah, but like if you look. Yeah, but if you're looking at it narratively, you'd be going from the past to the future to the quote unquote present. That that feels a little disjointed to me. Which uh, future? Well, I mean, I think it's meant to feel disjointed. I think I think that like like I am now, I am now after after listening to everything so far, I am now like fifty fifty on whether this is multi multi universe no, no. or if it's all one one universe just a different one i think they're no, starting that, a different that would take away from the whole go ahead eli no but, but if you have it all connected in the same universe that just takes away from the point of what if the what if is supposed to be about the different multiverses if you're just gonna follow just one that universe then what was though. the whole point huh because it could be like what if this is just another universe no no that's just horrible that takes away from it bro 
Like I'm not even trying to, but I think it depends on how they doesn't really make sense. Do it. I think Eli, like I think it's a bit premature to say like it automatically takes away from it. I think we need to see what they do with it first. Because if it's somehow that connected in all kind of multiverses, let's see where they go with it. You know, to say like, oh, this is all in the same universe, or it's going to end up in the same universe, and it's automatically trash. I think we should maybe step away from that idea. But I mean, we'll see. No, no, no. We'll see. If it, if it, if if it if it ends up in the same universe, I'm fine with that. But I'm talking about if everything. Well, wait, is that the same? Wait, hold on. Well, Captain no, no. Carter I'm talking about if, isn't in the same universe. That much is ca- is confirmed. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's maybe the last two episodes think, are in I the think, same um, universe. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, I think we could put that that argument a little bit to rest because one of the writers, um, I'm the head writer, AC Bradley did kind of confirm that this is a multiverse yeah um the okay. only thing he you know he he does say they wanted to play it a little bit closer to the existing mcu but they're spinning off moments that we clearly know and recognize and um another thing that he says is that we're going to show both marvel and the fans all the weird and wild places that the multiverse can go and just get them excited for it okay. so i I yeah. think um you know we can kind of put that to rest but there is a case to be made that we're still kind of working within the MCU's um kind of sandbox because even though these are multi multiverses they're playing off of the existing universe mm-hmm. so and clearly I guess eventually we may get to that that one singular universe again and maybe this is a really good idea, a way of introducing the fans to different characters that may show up eventually you know well i have i have i have one thing that i want to talk about and it's uh and it's loki so loki basically gets say that yeah. oh yeah no aj go ahead yeah he comes in yeah like it away. <laughs> it's pretty i, I kind of like how well i mean granted that would have happened if thor died but Kind of just Odin saying, you know what? Screw Midgard. Just screw them all. Loki, just just deal with this. I don't give a crap about this anymore. And he kind of just goes, sure. <laughs> I mean, you don't really see it on screen, but the way Loki was allowed to handle this situation, you kind of got the vibe that Odin was, like, really pissed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then he he was even using well he was even using the what's it he was using the the the, the, the ice box uh, I don't know what that's called oh the the Jotun uh, ice box Jotunheim yeah, thing whatever it is I don't remember what it was called either yeah, yeah. I forgot what it's called he used that to attack and destroy the army. the only Whoa. other thing that struck me as odd was that he was using Odin's spear. So either Odin let him take care of this, or maybe it's one of those things where, oh, he's in the Odin sleep. Well, I just want to mention this as to why I think there's connections. I doubt that, but... Well, think about it this way. Think about it this way. way. If, If all of the events of the Thor movies never happen, Odin does not die. If Odin does not die, Hela does not return. If Hela does not return, then that makes it, and her Hela doesn't get her power back. That means that the collector might be able to go and grab like that stuff from Hela somehow, whatever world that she's in. Like if you, if you think about how like possibly some of these characters fit in in these last two episodes, I think there's a distinct possibility that that they might somehow be. Some of these episodes are in the same multiverse. One thing I want to say about this episode that bothered me though was like, man, they killed Thor off way easy. Man, one arrow is all it takes. To take out Thor, one arrow from Hawkeye. Didn't we spend a couple of movies? Even Hawkeye made well, a comment how, oh, yeah, I mean, but it, I'm it, just it, a guy it, with it a bow arrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like they yeah, could have explained. But you do have to remember he he lost all his powers. Not all of they them. They did explain it in the Thor movie. He lost all his powers when he was he lost most of them. I would say he was no he was depowered yeah. he was a he was stripped from everything remember he was still he, his banishment was to live among the humans as a human on oh yeah that's true. he was still so. far more capable than a normal human but like okay i'll give you that 
The thing that I he wasn't invincible though. Yeah, that's, that's I'll give you that. That's okay. Like I can kind of like get over that part. The part of the episode that I that jarred me a little too much is that when they were setting up the villain, the fact that they never mentioned anything about what happened to Hope, it kind of made the reveal of Hank Pym as the villain. Even though I liked him as the villain, it made it just way too disjointed for me. It was just like, hey, um, you know. Hope That's was a shield agent and she died. And so like Hank Pym is mad. Like they didn't hint at it. They didn't do anything to set that up. So to me, that was like a misstep in that particular episode. That's me personally. But I mean, it was entertaining. Yeah, that, that was what, one of the reasons why. Yeah. I mean, and the end of the episode is more entertaining. Yeah, that to was me one of the reasons why I didn't like this, this episode. Loki was fun and all of that. So, yeah. well, it was it was all right. So so here's the point that I that I, that I wanted to make. It's that if this is if this is still all supposed to be canon, and Loki actually achieves his uh, uh what is it um glorious, glorious purpose, purpose. <laughs> um, yes. in in becoming in becoming the uh, you know the ruler of Earth and getting what he wants essentially, is this happening after the events of the show Loki? Of course, all of this it's is. happening yeah. during right. So, like, I know, so. but like, does this, does this, does this then confirm it? It's happening during, before, and after. Well, if you this, think about this, time may travel. be one of those. <laughs> Sorry, this ahead. this probably is one of those multiple paths after um, they killed Kang. You know, I think, right? I exactly. Think it, the sacred timeline is no longer sacred anymore. Um, you right. have all these multiple paths, so maybe this is one of the one of the consequences of the death of. He who remains. I, th- I think this. Co- I think Maybe this not confirms can, but... it, right? Because beforehand they couldn't let him get there. You know, right. in any in any iteration of Loki, it was never meant to get there. You know, so yep. I think this confirms it. I would assume that every episode is after the events of the timeline. Yeah. Most likely, yeah, yes. I, I do agree. I mean, who knows? Even maybe we'll get an appearance from He Who Remains or Kang. Maybe not even in this season. Maybe in season. You know two. what's interesting? Possible, right? Mm-hmm. What if this tells the story of the origins of the sacred timeline? What if we're looking at this all wrong? That's possible too. That's not a bad what idea. What if that's a possibility also? What if this is the story of how he who remains got control of the multiverse? Or this could original. be original. No, that's yeah. that's that that's like that's a whole millennium of stories yeah, that need true. to be told that'd be yeah. cool though then you gotta like then you gotta retell then you gotta actually talk about like what happens after the events of loki anyway i feel like they're setting um, it up possibly though. uh it's not a bad idea i think i think that what if definitely sounds interesting enough to 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 sit through watch and wait for the next episode over and over again yeah yeah it's a fun yes. show yeah. definitely it's not a bad show. Next okay. episode. I mean, next you know, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like Strange. Uh, it doesn't seem like Marvel disappoints, you know, no. unlike the other Disney franchise <laughs> that was bought out. We'll see what they have Looking coming you, in the future there as well. Looking at now. you, uh, you know, real quick, I know that this is completely unrelated to this, but what's the over under that Book of Boba will just be a third version of the Mandalorian? You know, monster of the week, mission of the week. You oh, know, please and no. that there's gonna be, please no. and that there's gonna be, there's gonna be a child that that a mysterious <laughs> child in origin that they have to rescue at yes. some point. Oh, please no! I hope yeah. they lean please, into. Please say an I hope they lean into how how cool he is as a bad guy. If 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 Yo, Disney decides oh to do like a like almost like a Breaking Bad type thing, obviously not as adult or like anything like that, but like a Breaking Bad style thing with Boba Fett. That would be to me the absolute yeah. best way to do it. Like show how he like became such yeah. a hardened bounty hunter. But like it seems like it's gonna be, you know what? That's probably not possible because yeah, it seems absolutely. like it's in the present. So like you're yeah. not gonna get to see that unless it's flashbacks. I don't know if I would want to do it that way. But I mean, no, actually we yeah. are gonna get. It's been oh it's God, actually girl. confirmed that it's gonna be flashbacks. Oh, there are gonna be going into mm. how he became. Yes. How uh, yeah? Well, yeah, you know, are. I would like to yeah. see that. That's Omega actually Grogu. not impossible that Omega could show up in the Omega book of Grogu. Boba Fett. In the book of Fett. Omega Grogu. No, I'm talking about Omega. <laughs> no, Omega Grogu. No, oh, okay. You're, Boba Fett has to save both of them. 
Yes. I think I think I think I I think I messed up because this is supposed to be a what if episode. (laughs) What if we ended the episode right here, right now? (laughs) That sounds solid. Sounds solid. All right. So let's jump into the final stuff. As usual, y'all know we're recording remotely. That's all I'll say about that. Hit us up in the DMs if there are any sound issues or artifacts. The best way to support your favorite podcast crew, as always, like, rate, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to our podcast. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, throw us a review. That really generates a lot of engagement on Apple Podcasts and on our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Get Geek Podcast. Hit us up in our DMs, slide into our DMs, make some comments on our posts, like, rate, share, and subscribe to those as well. And that's the best way to support y'all crew. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And as Wolfie said, what if we end this right here? There's really only one thing left to say. And I don't know what that is. My friends out there, please stay geeky, y'all. Later. Later.